Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug and these actually won't be a lot of my acute mental neuroses. It's been a quiet week. A really quiet week for me. Um, to the fact where I was going to record this yesterday and I was like, I don't have enough. So this will be an extremely, I would imagine, not extremely short, but a shorter episode. Um, there are some things that I could uh, and will go into greater detail in um, that seem very small on the list you cannot see. Let's just start off with the network. Um, I've been really lazy. I uh, usually get very uh, edgy, cranky, irritated when I am taken off uh, kind of a structure off my schedule. I need to get back on it. Um, I've been blowing off um, work on some things to focus on other things because they are more fun. And that all is in um, the network. I'm, you know, skipping writing BACN because it's not extremely time sensitive to work on variants that are quote unquote time sensitive at times. But I need to get back on a schedule. Um, I'm recording this when I usually, uh, when my schedule says I do. Uh, usually I would have recorded it yesterday and uh, edited it today, um, even though it doesn't go up till next week. So, you know, I, I'm just, but you know, yeah, that was useless and will be edited out. Um, <laughs> so, basically, what's going on is that uh, Shooting the Gap is taking a bye week. Um, there will be an episode up, um, but it will not be uh, time sensitively. Or freshly recorded, and uh, unfortunately, that's because uh, co-host uh, Ryan, uh, his son, is in the hospital. He's doing good, though. Um, he just had a fever for a little longer than they preferred, so they took him to the doctor. Also, that uh, his other son' uh, uh, birthday it would be the day we record. So this week is just uh, shot to shit, which is fine. Uh, I'd rather have him be a family man and his kids' health. Um, obviously that, that comes first, even if there wasn't a cushion, I would, you know, insist that he be there and I would have put up a post-production or, a, you know, a, a quick little thing from me explaining the situation. So, which, you know, there will be a post, uh, a post-production, um, thing on that episode, um, that, uh, about something I'm going to talk about, uh, in a couple minutes. So, but otherwise, I need to get back on my schedule. I need to quit being lazy. Um, you know, it's fun to work on variants, but there's a time and a place. Um, luckily, I'm going to have, you know, some downtime. Um, you know, not recording on Friday. To I'm going to once again. I keep always saying I'm going to play catch up, and then I don't. You know, it's really helped to have movies and TV shows that I'm watching, like take breaks or um, move them off my uh, computer so they're not readily available. Uh, has kind of kept me on track eh, to a smaller extent. Um, so hopefully by next week I'll be back on track and I'll talk about that um, and probably how good it feels or how daunting because I need to do a bunch of stuff I've fallen away from and I just don't have the goddamn time. Uh, there's that. Uh, there's... Let's keep talking about the network real quick. Um, there's a thing called patent trolling. Um, just Google it. What it is is people... Um, sniping patents for very general things. And we talked about it on um, two weeks ago's No Applause, Just a Clap, and uh, we talked about it um, on, or we will be talking about it on last week's uh, Shooting the Gap. I'm going to talk about it now. What's going on is that there's a company, um, I believe I want to say Precise Audio, I don't have the notes right in front of me, um, like I did with No Applause, um, and I will with uh, Shooting the Gap. But I believe it's perfect audio or, or precise audio or something like that. 
basically they kind of filed a retroactive patent or bought a patent um, last year that they figured out could be used for the term podcasting. Um, if you want more information on this, uh, you can listen to No Applause. We talk about it for a good 10-15 minutes. Or, you know, you can, um, I, I would Google uh, patent troll comma podcasting and that'll give you some uh, relevant sites. But um, in a nutshell, what's going on is that the patent is effectively podcast. It's um, serialized audio uploaded to a server through, you know, distributed through uh, vendor parentheses iTunes um, or FeedBurner or whatever. You know, they, what they're doing is, is basically they went through the uh, kind of iTunes top 10 podcasts and they didn't send out cis and deceased letters. What they did was send out letters saying, look, this is what's going on. We have the patent. You'll be paying us to use the term podcast. Uh, this has happened to Airwolf. This has happened to Nerdist. And most importantly, it's happened to Ace, the uh, Adam Carolla Entertainment uh, Podcast Network. Um, and they're suing um, Adam Carolla to make an example out of him. Um, unfortunately, when, uh, you know, big corporate uh, people uh, decide to pick on a fringe uh, industry that doesn't have a lot of money on it, uh, in it, and to pick people that are just doing things for the good of their heart, um, because it's fun and we like it, you don't make an example. You make a martyr. So we are all rallying behind uh, Adam Carolla, Nerdist, Earwolf, Ace, um, you know, I, I'm assuming that like This American Life hasn't gotten this letter. Um, I'm assuming Rick and Gervais has not gotten this letter. Mark Marin has gotten this letter. Um, we have not. Uh, the BACN is really under the radar. Um, we are the fringe of fringe. Uh, like I said, on no applause to the clap. If you didn't listen to it, you can go to fund anything, F-U-N-D, fundanything.com backslash patent troll. And I'm not asking you guys to do anything that I wouldn't do. I've already donated. Um, please donate more. It's, you know, going to be, uh, I think they said, uh, you know, about 1.5 million to take this into litigation over a year. It's ridiculous. Um, you don't obviously have to put in 1.5 million, um, five bucks, 10 bucks. I'm willing to, you know, if anyone listening, I'm willing to, um, try to match any of your donations. If you, when you make them, uh, let me know through Facebook or Twitter at BACN podcast, um, on either social platform or info at BACNpodcast.com and, you know, screen capture or an email or something um, to confirm, and I'll, I'll try to match your donation, absolutely, 100%. Um, I, you know, I don't think this will affect us. I think it's going to be on a sliding scale if the audio company wins. Um, I hope they don't. Um, this is, and Adam Carolla said a, kind of a similar example. Um, it would be like if I suddenly had a patent and said, okay, this patent covers pixelated sprites moving from point A to point B to point C. Well, I now own video games. It's ridiculous. Um, this is something that even Obama has uh, brought up about, that there really isn't a lot of precedence in internet legislation, and patent trolling is disgusting. That said, there's always someone trying to make money, but there isn't a lot of money in podcasting. We're, it's, it's fringe. I know it seems mainstream to those of us that listen to them and produce them, but it's not. There's only a handful of us that make the money doing it, and the BACN is not there. We are a very small fish in the ocean at this point. Um, I have talked to Deb, the uh, co-owner of the BACN, and you know we have kind of contingency plans in place 
for if uh, uh, the precise audio wins and what that means for us and if it affects us, we have kind of contingency plans in place because I have idolized Batman since I was three and if there's one thing Batman has taught me, it is contingency plans, contingency plans, contingency plans. So, um, that being said, uh, www.fundanything.com backslash patent troll, P-A-T-E-N-T-T-R-O-L-L. Uh, thank you very much on that one. All right. Uh, and that was, you know, um, I would say that was the downer part of the uh, podcast, but it isn't. We're going to get into kind of more serious stuff near the end, if you can imagine that. Um, I know my day job has been extremely frustrating. Um, I've been very stressed. I've talked about before that I'm in effectively a management position, but without uh, rank, authority, or pay. Um, and I keep... Uh, I talked about this last week, how I'm going to stop putting myself in situations where I can be exploited, taken advantage of, and get frustrated. Didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. Um, I did a good job, but unfortunately, um, it's that line from uh, other guys when he says, you know, you hide from the world, the world comes knocking at your door. I'm paraphrasing there. You know, I was really good about, like, look, I'm just going to stay out of it. I'm not a manager, not a lead. Just, you know, I will do my job to the best of my ability. I will come and do my job, I believe. That's all you want from me. That's great. Um, you know, I do have some uh, responsibilities like orders and so forth and so on. I will take care of, but I'm I'm not here to um, affect or uh, enforce policy at this point. Basically, what happened was two of my coworkers don't get along, and we've got a girl going out of town, and I had to schedule these two people together, the cat and the dog. They do not get along, and in the middle of trying to talk to the guy about his availability so that I could figure something out. The uh, woman came in and she heard me talking about the weekend with him and getting his availability and she immediately turned her back to him like he was not even in the room and started talking about how she doesn't want to work with him. And it got to the point where she interrupted me several times and all I kept saying was, I'm, I'm talking to Paul, I need, to, I'm sorry, shouldn't have said his name, I'm talking to this coworker. I need his availability. I will explain what's going on later um, but right now, I, I need to talk to him and get this because this is important so I can do the schedule. We can talk after I get that. No, 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 I don't want to work. And I'm going, I, I can't make any promises, but I need this information right now. And finally, I just said, look, I'm talking to him. I'm not talking to you. I will talk to you in a moment. Let me just get through this. And she was like, whoa. And I'm going to her later on. And I said, look, I'm really sorry. Um, I didn't sleep well that night uh, before. Um, I had these weird... Very weird dreams, not terrifying, but weird, and they kept waking me up, and I was kind of not in my right mind, a bit of a raw nerve. And I said, look, I'm sorry, but you acted like he wasn't even in the room, and you were talking shit about him. And you were not only doing that, but you were doing that and interrupting me as I was trying to do my job. I said that was disrespectful, that's part of the reason you guys don't get along, is you guys do not, you, you don't even think about how that's going to affect the other person. Like, you guys are just throwing gas on the fire. So I explained it, and she goes, well, yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. And, you know, I said, I don't make any promises, but you guys might end up working together. You guys have got to start working together. You guys are adults. I'm I'm through with this. Um, need be, I will call in the owner and look at the owner and say, unless you give me the authority to handle this, um, here's the problem. I wash my hands of it. Here you go. Um, and no one's going to be happy if I have to bring the owner in. I guarantee it. So, and I had the same talk with 
the uh, gentleman. I said, look, you two need to get together. Um, if this brings me back into it or the owner back into it, no one's going to be happy. I guarantee it. Um, they immediately both went, well, we should just, you know, sanction this other person. I'm going, nope. And I'm going, you're both saying sanction. It's like fucking ridiculous. You're adults. It's a job. Shut up and do it. The end. So, I don't know about the stress that this has been causing me, but obviously I said I hadn't been sleeping well, and I've felt that I'm suddenly isolating myself. Um, I know that I was very intent on getting ahead on the network this week and getting back on schedule, so I kind of shut down some communications, went a bit off the grid. You know, friends wondering what was going on, people that I'm usually very social with, um, or gregarious with, um, and loquacious um, we're like, you're being quiet and weird. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm focusing on this. But I've noticed lately, like, I'm on my headphones a lot more than usual, and I'm getting quiet, and I'm getting withdrawn, and I'm doing things that are very, once again, insular. And I know that I'm, I, I know that, um, a lot of the stuff I do is based on being alone. Um, I tend to play video games alone. I watch TV alone. I obviously am alone when I record this. But outside of that, in situations that I'm usually social in, I'm not. Um, so I know that isolation was a big part that we talked about in therapy that may not have been specific to me, but that, you know, you isolate, you feel worse, um, you isolate yourself because you feel worse, you start relapsing, you start getting back into bad behavioral habits. So um, I am trying to kind of save myself, and I'm trying to stay as social as um, I feel comfortable as. I went out to dinner with a co-worker uh, last night, which was a lot of fun, uh, just to break things up. Uh, just to break things up, just go grab some dinner. It was fun. Um, you know, but I need to really remember that um, socialization and not being a hermit um, can make or break uh, my mental... Quagmire can, can save me from that emotional quicksand, help my progress, as long as they're not enabling me, which I'm very uh, highly aware of friends who would or can, uh, and I yeah, avoid those situations. So, um, I'm going to be working a little bit more on not being so isolated, which is funny because that brings me up to our last point, um, which presently I, I missed, so it's not as serious. Um that uh, there has been a new social element introduced the last couple of weeks. I've been talking about it on No Applause and on this show. I talk about it a bit more on this show because it's more personal for me. Um, being a dungeon master, playing d and it's still a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, I've it's been very interesting to watch um, some of my friends and coworkers. I, it's interesting to see kind of the dynamics they switch into where, you know, people that I thought, would want to explore, don't, and the people that want to, um, that I didn't think would just want to slam through the adventure, that's what they do. They just want to go to point A to point B to point C, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you need to understand, like, this, when I say tunnels, I don't mean there's a tunnel that goes left and then there's a goal. Like, there are tunnels, you know? Imagine Ninja Turtle movies. Imagine Goonies. You know, there's, you know, when I say I drew a map, it means that there's, more than point A to point B, there's, you know, A1, A2, B, you know, 1, 2, 3, so forth, so on. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, and when I say populate to them, I don't mean just with creatures, I mean with items. 
um, and I told them, I said, here's a hint. There is a map where there is somewhere in the map there is an item that I I was just randomly rolling to populate, and that weapon is a could be a game changer, um, depending on if they get it or not, and um, their further experiences. It's a weapon that they're going to want to keep, and there's only one of them, so it ought to be interesting to see who gets it, um, or if they even find it. But it's been very interesting to see kind of the psychological kind of flip-flops that I, I, I didn't expect to see. So, um, and they talk about how I have to keep them working as a unit. I'm going, no, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here to keep it fun, but you guys need to learn how to work together or not work together as the case may be. Um, but it's very interesting to see, you know, where some characters had things where I needed to take them aside and say, hey, this is what this says or this is what you found. Your call if you tell the group when we come back out. And it was interesting to see kind of who kept a secret and who didn't and what they were trying to do sometimes. Uh, nothing really threw me aside um, outside of um, really minor stuff. Like they found an assassin who uh, ended up killing himself with, uh, with a poison and um, they ended up searching him. And I was like, oh, okay, well, um, I quickly thought, okay, well, there'd be a contract on him and there'll be some money. But they, you know, walked into basically the first area of this town and I think part of it is that they don't see the map, so they're very confused about where things are. Um, and as a DM, I think I will change that and I will probably help draw, you know, help them draw maps as they go through so they can kind of an idea. Um, using cardinal directions, uh, as one guy suggested, got really confusing because some people like myself don't quite comprehend um, kernel direction very well. Uh, I'm more of a landmark guy, uh, as well as some, my maps flip between portrait and landscape. Um, so, yeah. Um, but we're at kind of the mark. So, um, but DMing is a lot of fun. Um, it, it really, I think part of that is why I've moved away from being lazy. I'm sorry, I've been lazy on the BACN, BACN because I feel that creative thirst being quenched by DMing. I'm still telling stories, I'm still doodling, I'm still drawing. Um, and so I, you know, by the end of the weekend, I'm like, well, it, it seems like I've accomplished a lot creatively. Um, you know, I don't need to work on the radio play. I can take a week off. Um, and no, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. So, um, from Doug's, uh, from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, he's been my acute mental neuroses, uh, for a little bit. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, the, the control issues in isolation, you know, the biggies, the biggies. So, um, hopefully I'll have, uh, better news, uh, or good news, and, uh, you know, some more stuff, um, next week. Uh, otherwise, good night, internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon, and banjo!